Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, my goodness. He's, he's, uh, oh, I have to fix the title, but it's like he's, um, oh, yeah, yeah, my channels. Uh, oh, there you go. <clears throat> As we wait for a couple of people to shuffle in, welcome everyone to another episode of Believe in the Houston Texans. I am one part of your show, Ruben Calavillo. Also go by 713. And I am joined by the lead at the lead underscore Houston Harley Dugan, the handsome man. How's it going, buddy? It's going pretty good, man. It's going pretty good. We're uh we're almost we're almost in football, man. We're one more Sunday away from football. It it just happens all so fast, you know. It's like Yesterday, we just drafted C.J. Stroud and traded up for Warren Anderson Jr., and now it's oh, we're getting ready for week one against the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm a little bit more worried now. Um, the Houston Texans' offensive line is injured right now. We've been hit with the injury buck. Um, earlier today, Juice Scruggs and punter Cameron Johnson were put on IR. They will be out for the first four weeks of this season. Um, a huge blow to the offensive line, which is already without Kenyon Green, who we'll talk about a little bit, and Titus Howard. We don't know when Titus Howard is going to be back. We are praying that it is week one against the Baltimore Ravens. And if he does get back, are we even going to play him at right tackle? Head coach mm. D'Amico Ryans was asked um, about Titus Howard possibility playing left guard. He didn't give a definitive answer. The only thing he said was his number one job right now is to be healthy. There is so much shaken up in the offensive line. We are looking to the free agent market. Whoever is available via trade, we picked up a couple of people. However, I asked you this question, Harley. Two days ago, Nick Casario. He sat in front of the media and he gave us some information about second year offensive guard Kenyon Green. Let me read this to you. And this is from Aaron Wilson. Kenyon Green, I are a matter of if not when this was going to happen, Nick Casario said. He was dealing with a lot of things physically, shoulder surgery upcoming, and things on a personal level. Now, he followed up that with saying that they knew about his injury all the way back in what may yep. and they did nothing about it they threw him out there and as we heard in two days ago Kenyon green is out for the season it's huge man that's absolutely huge that's a that's a massive bomb that was just let out two days ago i know that people want to shed uh a lot of the light on Kenyon Green and all this. I understand the frustration. I think this light needs to be shed more on Nick Casario. Mm. And we've heard the local media go after him. Uh, if anyone's seen my YouTube channel, I just dropped a video two days ago going at him. Uh, it is 
one of the most dumbfounding things that I could think of. You knew that there was a potential risk throwing Kenyon Green out there mm. since May. And all you freaking got me in this offseason was Michael Dieter. Who you cut and then brought back. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Michael mm. Dieter, sure, okay, he's a scheme fit. Um, he's looked okay. But if you knew that Kenyon Green could potentially not play, you would think you would get somebody other than Michael Dieter. You would think that maybe you could have tapped into some of them free agents. Maybe you could have, I don't know, maybe spent a higher pick on a guard or something in that nature. Trade for, I know they traded for Shaq Mason. They signed Shaq Mason. You know, I'm just puzzled as to why Nick Serio. You know, this guy isn't dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a dumb move. You're going to wait till August 27th, 28th? We're only two weeks away from at around that time for the start of week one. Mm-hmm. And now you're scrambling, looking at the trash heap, looking at the waiver wire, looking at <clears throat> you are selling me right now that a waiver wire claim is going to be the replacement potentially at left guard. Mm. What? No, man, you got to be smarter than that. It's absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. There's many options out there for left guard right now. Actually, one option, really, that we're going to get into. But this should have been the sense of urgency should have been way before August 30th, August 29th. It's kind of like the Houston Texans gambled. You know, it was, well, let's see if you're going to get hurt or not. Let's throw you out there. He was obviously rehabbing the entire offseason. Unfortunately, Kenyon Green got hurt. But I agree. No, there should have been a, you know, a precautionary measure taken that if Kenyon Green gets hurt, no, we have this backup guard. James Patterson, what, a six-round pick? Is he going to be your starting left guard? You don't know that. Michael Dieter, who you mentioned, who played left guard, looked decent against the Saints, but, you know, as has known for not being a very good offensive lineman, you know, so much so that you released him only to bring him back. Uh, I am confused right now with what's going on with this offensive line. And what was crazy is we were talking about how this is going to be a strength for the Houston Texans heading into this season. You know, now I'm a little bit more worried. You are going against the Baltimore Ravens in week one, who were fifth in the NFL last year in sacks. Oh, and they just added Jadavion Clown. They are going to be coming at CJ Stroud. Pause. Mm. I wonder what they are going to do to add to this offensive line. One player that we have mentioned many times before, and it's like he wants to also come here. Left guard Dalton Risner, only 28 years old, is available. Apparently, no one on his team liked him at the Denver Broncos. When I bring up his PFF, 
He almost, I mean, he pretty much played the whole year. 967 offensive snaps, one penalty, three sacks allowed, a pass blocking grade of 72.6, run blocking 53.4. He's not a very good run blocker, but this offensive, you know, game plan by Bobby Slowick favors the offensive guards. Now, Hardy, what do you think about the Houston Texans bringing in Dalton Risner? I mean, they have to do something, right? Mm. Dalton Risner is your best option right now. And I understand that, you know, fans don't want him because of whatever happened in Denver. Um, it just feels like it, – it, it, it definitely just feels like where did this come from that he's a bad teammate? Mm. Did it just – is it just stemming from last year? You know, because of what we I saw, like we would have heard line. about him before, right? Like, I don't remember it at all. Um, mm. I remember last year, and I know last year that entire Broncos team was dysfunctional. Okay, whether it was Russell Wilson, whether it was Nathaniel Hackett at head coach, that mm. whole season it just went away from them fast. The expectations were high, and they did not just even miss expectations, they absolutely shitted on themselves. Yep. And look, it was awfully embarrassing. They were a team, a team that people predicted to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. I mean, you had – I remember fantasy teams, and they're selecting <clears throat> multiple Broncos guys, you know, where Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, and then even their defense and an extra one here or there, you know. So it's it was uh, mind-boggling a little bit, but – you know, maybe the frustrations led up to Dalton Risner being that guy to mm-hmm. be the loudest one in the room. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> true it is. But I do know that he gives you the best option at left mm-hmm. guard. And if anybody, I know D'Amico Ryan says no energy vampires. And, you know, his whole mantra is not having a locker room like that, you know. But if anybody is going to get Dalton Risner to play right, the right way, get into it where he is just level-headed, it would be D'Amico Ryans, right? 100% agree, right? This is why we brought in D'Amico Ryans, is to change the culture of this city and this franchise. What I like is Dalton Risner wants to be a part of the team also. Right. Well, I mean, quite. I mean, obviously, he wants to be signed to an NFL team. He'll be happy to go in. Really what it is. So, every tweet that he's mentioned with with the Houston Texans, yeah. he's he's liking it. It's just a it's just a question of are the Houston Texans going to get out there and get him? Now, let me now let me ask you a question. Who do you throw out there? You're all starting offensive line. I think it's going to go Laramie Tunsil. Josh Jones, Michael Dieter at center, Shaq Mason at right guard, and if not Titus Howard, George Fan at right tackle. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, so I'll be completely honest. Mm. I had the Texans losing this game anyway. I thought they might be a little bit more competitive maybe showcase themselves a bit because it is the first game. Um, But I still had them with a loss. Mm -hmm. Now, we can go backwards here 
and go when we talked about this team and them getting off to a hot start with Glover Quinn. Yes, the Glover Quinn, former Houston Texan. Uh, he mentioned <laughs> that for this team to uh, potentially get to that division mm-hmm. and make a move and maybe grab the title of this division, you know, he implied that the Texans have to get to a hot start, especially being a young team. If they can go and win that first game or get on a good streak where they just go two, three, four, three and oh, you know, something like that, like to build the confidence of a young Mm. team, you know, that would be nice to have the end of the day. I don't really like that offensive line setup, but it is what it is. We're handcuffed at the moment. Juice Scruggs is on IR. Um, that one he's hurts. Not gonna, that one hurts a lot. I didn't expect that one. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, you know, he's got about a week and a half to recover, almost two weeks. All right, and it's a hamstring injury. Yeah, it's, you don't like those soft lingering injuries, man. Those are the worst. Because he could be, sure, four weeks. I mean, that's the, usually the max time for hamstring. But we've seen it. Where that four weeks is done, and it's like, oh well, it's still a lingering hamstring, mm-hmm. you know. And that, that just that sucks to hear. I man, I don't I don't know how confident I am in Josh Jones playing left guard. I really don't know. Um, I know him from his days at U of H. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, we put our hands up in the air, and it's a party in the USA. Hey, shout out to Miley Cyrus, man. Remember her uh, her uh, uh, her twerking phase, bro. That was Her that was a scene. Was that was so <laughs> okay. Oh, <coughs> shout out to Mike Cyrus, man. But no, just hours. like just like <laughs> David Williams said, I don't know how anyone knew that we would lose the center, the guard, yeah. and the right <laughs> tackle before the season ding, ding, started, ding. bro. That. <laughs> I, that's like the first L of this offseason. Yeah. This is like the good. first. It doesn't. I feel, like, I feel like I had a loss, bro. I'm like, damn. Because here's the thing. When <laughs> CJ has a clean pocket, bro, he we saw he it. looks great. And, you know, most quarterbacks. Most quarterbacks, too. You know, cannon right here. Ah, um, okay, okay. Shout out to the flag football days. Shout hmm. out, shout out, shout out. But CJ looks good with a clean pocket, as he did at Ohio State. And now you're without potentially three of your starting offensive linemen. And, you know, that's going to be tough. So nothing's ever easy for the Houston Texans. Like I said, this is the first L of the offseason. Let me ask you a question, brother. Uh, If Nick Casario doesn't go get Dalton Risner, how are you feeling? Um, I mean, I'm how I'm feeling right now. I feel anxious okay. for the first few weeks of the season. Now, excuse me, but now you should have, let's say, let's say Titus doesn't play week one. Okay. You know, you should have him week two because he's already been seen without the cast. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's going well, uh, almost enough to where he might play week one. But let's say he plays week two. That offensive line of a Laramie Tunsil, right guard Shaq Mason, right tackle Titus Howard, that should be good enough to – that should be good enough 
because there's not many people, not many teams in this mm-hmm. league, excuse me, that have anything near that. Mm-hmm. And nobody actually, if I'm thinking about it right, nobody has anything like that. Where you have three good offensive line, good mm-hmm. to great offensive linemen, great being Larry Tunsil, good to great offensive linemen, three out of your five. Uh, as long as your left guard and center do an average job, that's all you ask for. Mm-hmm especially the center for four weeks, hand it right back to Juice Scrugg, let him do what he was doing in preseason. He had a solid preseason, solid training camp. Left guard is an issue. Without Rizzo, I'm anxious right now. I'm Mm -hmm. a little worried. But, I mean, with him, I feel better. I I feel like the Texans are – they should have made this move months ago that's where i'm upset at and it's Mm. not like somebody said on here uh where is it that he you know the line is people just keep getting hurt yeah you know and you know so i understand that that is not my issue some people get hurt i get it it's football it's sports Mm -hmm. people get hurt you can't you, you take that's out of your hands what is in your hands is that you knew kenyon green was if and when injured mm-hmm. in somewhat in May or had the potential to get hurt <clears throat> during the season, and you did nothing whatsoever to bring insurance to this line. You did nothing. Michael Dieter doesn't do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Michael Dieter was a nobody, is a nobody. That's why he got cut and he's added to the practice squad. If he was a somebody, someone would grab him right now. Guess what? Oh, well, it is what it is. I appreciate what he is, but he's been looking good in preseason. Congrats, bud. We'll see it in the regular season when you're facing legit number ones, when you're facing the Baltimore Ravens. Let me see what you can do. Now, if you still play good, okay, congrats. Then we'll we'll rock with you. We'll rock with you. Mm. But all you gave me was Dieter as insurance for Kenyon Green. That is where I am upset about. Not upset the – Players get hurt. That is out of Casario's hands. I understand that. But you had the ability to do something back in May, June, July, early August. It's already September. And now Mm. you're, crap, guys, let's go through the records and let's see what we got here. Let's look through the scouting film and see what trash we can pick up to piece this offensive line together. Christopher Mulatto says he could play left guard. All he needs is an oxygen tank and his inhaler. Noble Clap, send us two dollars. Want to send it right back? I love the podcast. Hope y'all do this forever. That is the goal, brother. H Town Two, we drown, bro. Can you imagine if we're both like fifty doing this? Oh my god! Hopefully fifty with like three or five rings on my yeah, damn you know, finger. Replicas, two of them real. Yeah, but. No, and then, you know, Casario's getting a lot of flack, man. And not a lot of people were happy with his press conference. And I was not. Go ahead. About what? Well, the comment that that, that our boy John did not like. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I just watched and I didn't say much. Mm. Sure. Is the roster better? Yeah. Sure. Did you have a better coach? Yeah. I mean, that should be guaranteed, though, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, f- from where you were two years ago, 
I, I don't give him much heat for year one. He was handcuffed. Yeah. Worst situation in football, in NFL history. Your quarterback wants out, and the whole team sucks. So it's like, okay, we have a clogged toilet, and we don't know what to do. Mm. So you get Casario, do whatever it is. Yeah, it, it stank up in there. You know it stank. And the next two years, it's absolutely disgusting, horrible. You got Coley, you got Lovey. All right, now you come in year three, three years, three mm. different head coaches. This is your third head coach <clears throat> in a D'Amico Ryans. We've seen previous moves before, and it just feels like it continues to get swept under the rug. It's like, okay, do we forget about giving away day three picks? Sure. Mm -hmm. But for guys that are not on this team no more or did not even make any sort of contributions to this team, uh, Marcus Cannon, where are you at? Shaq, uh, Shaq Lawson, where are you at? Uh, I mean, there, there's so many. One of the better trades was Bradley Roby, where you got a third and a six-round pick. Mm -hmm. One of them ended up being for the Juice Scruggs trade, and I forgot where the other pick led to. But so that one, hey, worked out for you. You should have traded Brandon Cooks when you should have traded him. Imagine that extra second. It is what it is, right? I mean – Everything happens for a reason, and as mm. of right now, I'm looking at Nick, and I'm going, look, sure, I love the C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson. It's one of the best moments in Texans draft history. Um, it's up there with the other guy, but it's somewhat redacted now. Um, it's, it's tough to look back at that history, but, you know, you hope that, hey, man, Get that finger going. Mm -mm -mm. Get that Massage finger going. Buddy. Oh, man. Uh, so, you know, I appreciate everything he's done. This is his best offseason. Mm -hmm. um, and you're thinking, oh, okay, we're getting out of this. We're getting out of this. Then you hear this dumbass decision of not bringing in anybody for the left guard position to help Kenyon Green. You knew that there was a potential that he was going to get hurt all the way back in May and you didn't do nothing. Mm. What are we doing? Come on, man. It, it's it, that that's where I get upset. <laughs> and that's where I could agree with what John is saying. I know that maybe he stretched it out <laughs> to, to the point of, of murder, uh, death, death. death. <laughs> um, you know, I understand. I think it's easier for him to talk about that because that's his, that's his occupation. Yeah. You know, for us, it's like, dude, what are you talking about, bro? Damn, dude, calm down. Like, bro, surgery for him is like another Tuesday for mm. us. You know, like uh, surgery for him is nothing. Us, surgery is like, oh, bro, they're going to cut you open, dog. Right. Like, <laughs> hey, man. Yo, I'll be praying for you, man. <laughs> the Houston so, Oilers said, gotta love 713 hat game. Another Texas podcast sent us 499 for the hat fun. Go to Almeida Big City Caps. Go to Exclusive Elements. Go to my boy Justo. He got these here for you, man. I have, I think I have a fitted for every day of the month. Um, you know, my favorite one is the Mexican candy one, dude. This is it's it's delicious, man. But shout out to the hat game, man. Sugar Never Land? thought I would like fitted, huh? Is that the Sugarland one for the Astros? Their Sugarland team? I'm probably not. 
No, 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 no. This is the uh, this is the big league chew. Mm. No, I was talking about the Mexican candy one you were talking. Oh about. no, 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 no. I think they just did it for like a lucha libre type thing. Um, oh, okay. ha- have you seen U of H's new uh, new jerseys? Oh, I'm glad we're getting into this. Mm. And they're releasing them tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's game. Game is tomorrow. I'm gonna be there. Are you good? Yeah, bro. I just got invited by Caleb. Shout out to Caleb, man. He was mm. stressed in the fantasy football draft yesterday. He 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 was first time, first time. Oh. And me and Harley will oh. uh, will uh, put our rosters out in a little bit. Um, but I love it. The love you, Houston, and it's mm. it's it, it's like a punch in the balls, dude. Seeing mm. the Cougars do it, then you go see the Titans doing it, and you're like, you look at the red, white, and blue. And yes, I love you. I love you. You will always have a place in my heart. But it's something about that blue. Mm. It's sexy. It uh, mm. it feels like home. It mm. feels right. And when I think of CJ Stroud in a baby blue, powder blue, whatever the hell you want to call it, that just that mm. tickles me. Mm. I love. That gets it gets me veined up, man. That gets it, me veined up. It kind of feels like the Texans are gonna are gonna have it, right? They can't, sadly. <laughs> they, it, but okay, but does it, it have to be that color? I mean, like it can't be so a different they, shade. I, oh snap! We lost Harley. Um. Apparently, then, however, yeah, they could do like. There he is. Go ahead. It was like you stopped on me, and then it was like, no, you're the one having connection yeah, issues. I'm like, Spider-Man. oh, fuck. hit the Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, dude, the rendition of the baby blues for the Texans, it, it, it'd have to be, they can't say it's Columbia blue or whatever, they powder blue. They can't, can they have a different rendition of that color? I don't know how the rules are to Bro, the point. My- my dad right. has a red Jeep, and I'm like, hey, is that red? He's like, no, it's Thundercracker red. I think we come up with that kind of damn concept for, you know, for the uniform, right? Like, no, it's not Columbia blue. It's Red Bull blue. It's something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right? Right? We could, could do that. We got to call Mike from Suits, see what he could do. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, I'm down for it. I love the jerseys. <clears throat> Um, it was, it's fun to see it again, man. It's, it's great. Um, I, I know my dad was just in love with it, you know, cause that was, that's his childhood. Yeah. That's his history, you know? And so it was cool to see that. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And, and shout out to U of H for keeping it a secret. Yeah. I, it Nobody was surprised. at all. Nobody had a clue. I mean, I was like, yo, when they just dropped this right now, like a rumor, none whatsoever. Fantastic PR by them. Uh, Man, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. It's a part of the city of Houston. It's I'm glad it's temporarily back. And uh, I'm glad it's temporarily back in Houston where it belongs. Another Texan podcast hit Jack Easterby would have made it happen. Shout out to another Texan podcast 
one of their co-hosts, Patrick Storm, was on uh, Apollo TV Network talking about the Houston Texans, man. I think we lost Harley again. Shout out to Harley. Oh, now he's back. Man, I don't know what's going on here on a, you know, on a Friday. Um, but there he goes again. Um, but shout out to another Texans podcast, you know, for getting their thing going. Make sure y'all go subscribe to them. You know, Harley, I saw something earlier, and it was it was Adam Scheffner God talking damn, about bro. the Mike Evans situation. I don't know, man. I'm afraid. I'm and afraid to talk. Let me read you what Adam Scheffner said. Mike Evans' agents have informed the Buccaneers organization that we will continue I'm sorry, discontinued contract discussions as of September 9th, 2003. I think this is from the agent. We have been working on extending Mike's career with the Bucks for over a year, and we want the fans to know this is not a tactic, and the ball is in the owner's court. That said, we are giving the Bucks until the start of the regular season to make him a Buck for life, and if that cannot happen, 100% of Mike's focus will be on football and his future and where he can continue to make an impact. Go get him. <laughs> I'm afraid to oh. talk. I got that hamster on the wheel right now, apparently. <laughs> Man, Harley on the McDonald's. Shout out to Harley. Shout out to our boy Harley. What is wrong with today? It's back now. I guess. <laughs> Give me Mike Evans. God damn it. The group, my my friends group chat, you know, all of us close buddies. They were like, damn, bro, this is great. We could get Mike Evans could end his contract with the Buccaneers by this year. We could get him next year. Mm. I said, man, screw next year. Why don't we get him right now? Why What's not? wrong with right now? What's wrong with pairing C.J. Stroud with a top 10, arguably top five wide receiver in the NFL? Mm. What's wrong with that? I'm down for that. Nico Collins who? Noel Brown who? Robert Woods who? Give me, give, give me Mike Evans and watch C.J. Stroud cook. Mm. Watch him cook. He gonna mm. fly and bait. Gonna be in that kitchen like Bobby Flay. Mm. The Houston like Texans here. need a true wide mm. receiver. They sure do. And Mike Evans is exactly that. He also takes the pressure off of Tank Dell. Let him develop into the true weapon we know that he would be. Xavier Hutchison, you have a chance to get ready. Nico Collins, if he's in the even involved in the deal, I don't know if he's still on the team after Mike Evans. Right, hypothetically. Nico Collins has to prove himself, but it's going to be Mike Evans taking 100% of the weight in the wide receiver room, man. Go out and get him. One year left on his deal. $13 million. Dude, that's nothing, man. And when you talk about adding a receiver like that, you could have expectations on making the playoffs, man. You could have expectations on winning games because Mike Evans – Opposing defenses are not only going to have to game plan against him, but also Damian Pierce. This offense gets a thousand times more scarier when you add someone like a Mike Evans. And as soon as he steps in the building, give him a two-year extension and let's have him from the for the end of his prime. And watch, as you said, CJ Stroud cook. I'm more than down for it, man. Give me all that. Give me all that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back to Freddie real quick. Freddie got that hot take. Hot take for the Believe in Texas podcast right now. 
24-20 Texans win against Ravens. Get that, get that going. We have to do an episode where we predict the wins and losses for this Houston Texans team. Uh-oh, Bless said, how y'all think John Manchie is going to play? Well, um. Broke it. Oh, huh? <laughs> hey. What happened? I, I thought I broke it since I went crazy. Harley is, Harley is that guy. Shout out to Harley. F the Wi-Fi today. But, you know, John Manchie, you're just happy that he's going to play some football, man. You're, you know, coming back from cancer is not easy. You know, if uh, if DeMar Hamlin wasn't runner-up for comeback player of the year, I would have gave it straight to John Manchie for what he's able to do. And if you get anything out of John Manchie, man, it's just a, it's just a extra blessing for this Houston Texans team. Yeah, hey, I, I'm in love with John Manchie, like you said, I mean – DeMar Hamlin's circumstances are uh, drastically different. Mm. Boys, we're going to go ahead and call it a quits. Um, thank you guys for another Mitchell. episode of Believe in the Houston Texans. Harley, what is going on, my guy? <laughs> All right, I'm back. Jesus, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I've never had this issue. This is the first time this ever happened. I feel broke. Yeah, right? Damn. Right? I feel I feel disrespected that the Wi-Fi. My, my phone's not even on Wi-Fi. <laughs> Shout out to everyone, man. Y'all have a blessed Friday night. Uh, you can look up Harley on Twitter at the lead underscore Houston. Check out his YouTube channel. Get him to 5,000 subscribers by the start of the season. You could look me up, 713 Houston's forecast. Type it in YouTube. Trying to hit 10K by the end of the season, guys. Thank y'all so much. And Harley. Hi, Harley. Christopher Hi. said after the live. I am, bro. What is Harley's going gonna on? Harley's going to rage quit on that internet there's, box. There's nothing connected. Just what happening today? I don't know. You're spiking internet today. Is it is it the Dallas Cowboys fans trying to hack our stream? Is it believe in Dallas? Are we Oof. starting a rivalry? What? Some SmackDown versus Raw shit, dude. Speaking of that, John Cena coming back tonight. Mm. 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 When y'all happen on a Landry locker, well, that is that is up to Landry. Whenever he decides to have us, we would love to do that, man. But as we end the stream, thank y'all guys so much for being a part of it, man. And y'all have a very blessed Friday night. Why? Oh. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.